Good morning, Oregonians. Today is Tuesday, December 10th. I'm Samantha Swindler with some of the day's top stories. Portland police have identified the man who was fatally shot by officers Sunday outside of Starbucks in southeast Portland. Coben Hendrickson, 51, had experienced severe mental illness in the past, court records show. Police received a call Sunday afternoon that a man was standing in the middle of the road near Southeast 103rd Drive and Stark Street, pointing a knife at passing cars. But several witnesses told the Oregonian that they did not see the man with the weapon and that he seemed confused and in a zombie-like state. Two officers responded to the scene. They were Justin Raphael, a seven-year veteran with the Portland Police Force, who fired the fatal rounds, and Daniel Leonard, an 11-year veteran with the agency, who fired less lethal rounds. Dispatch records and witness accounts show the officer fired the fatal shots within seconds of arriving on the scene. In 2014, Hendrickson was sent to the Oregon State Hospital for treatment after he was found mentally unfit to aid and assist in his own defense in a misdemeanor theft case. Those charges were eventually dismissed. Hendrickson's death is the fifth fatal shooting by a Portland police officer this year. Several hundred Nike employees staged a demonstration on Monday, the same day Nike reopened the office building named for Alberto Salazar. Some of the protesters held signs saying, We Believe Mary, a reference to Mary Kane, the young distance runner who quit a professional track team funded by Nike and then blasted Salazar, her legendary former coach. Kane alleged that Salazar's continuous harping about her weight drove her to depression and self-harm. Kane's claims were made public just weeks after Salazar was banned from track and field for four years for violating anti-doping rules. Throughout the turmoil, Nike management has stood by Salazar. A Nike spokesperson said there was no ceremony or celebration of Salazar's accomplishments as the building reopened. He said executives met with some of the protesters to hear their thoughts. A campaign called Here Together aims to ask metro-area voters to fund likely hundreds of millions of dollars for increased social services to complement two current affordable housing bonds. The campaign's polling and focus groups indicate that voters in Multnomah, Washington, and Clackamas counties rank homelessness as their top priority and name mental health and addiction services as their top solutions, along with increasing affordable housing. While there's no price tag yet, the proposal could be in the hundreds of millions of dollars. And Multnomah County Chair Deborah Kafori, who was one of the main drivers of the campaign, said the money would go toward on-the-ground workers who can help guide homeless people through the service system, increasing the amount of services available, and providing rent assistance to people who are in housing but on the verge of homelessness. Metro councilors have not yet agreed to refer it to the ballot for November of 2020. In 1985, Pee-wee's Big Adventure hit the screen. Next year, Paul Rubens, the comedian who created Pee-wee, is celebrating his best-known and most enduring character with a 35th anniversary 20-city tour. And he's starting his tour here in Portland on Valentine's Day 2020. Along with showing the movie, which was Tim Burton's directorial debut, Rubens will tell behind-the-scenes stories about its making and answer fans' questions. In the Rose City, the event will take place at the Newmark Theater. Tickets for the tour will go on sale Friday, February 13th. Today's forecast calls for showers and a high of 47 degrees. For more news, sports, and weather, pick up a copy of The Oregonian or go online to OregonLive.com.